Welcome to Keeping Track, a Trap Mania community podcast where I interview your favourite community members and ask them the same set of five questions. The guest this episode is Whiskey. We discuss his surprising history of the game, what it's like mapping for the World Championships, and his advice to new mappers. Okay, question one. When did you get into Trap Mania, and what was it about the game that got you hooked? Um, So I got into Trap Mania back in 2021. I'm actually very new to the game. <laughs> um, yeah, so spring 2021, I think it was. I got like a little bit of that campaign, and then uh, I remember switching over to summer. Uh, yeah, so summer 2021 is when I when I really started just playing the game matchmaking with uh, friends mostly mm-hmm. i uh i discovered it on uh on epic games actually um but yeah didn't play it for 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 long didn't play it much uh and then i started seeing uh youtube videos like clips short clips of uh Raysta. i don't know if you know this player uh what was it again Raysta. Raystar? No, I don't. That's new to me. Ooh, okay, so it's a uh, it's an Israeli uh, hunter, and he used to stream uh, quite a lot. And yeah, back when I started playing, he he was like hunting uh, summer twenty twenty one, and then uh, uploading clips of when he like failed a world record because the guy is absolutely insane. Like Raystar <laughs> is oh, so fast. Anyways. I, it's kind of funny because I thought he, he um, whenever he fails, he speaks like really fast. He says, wow, 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 or something. I, I thought it was so funny. And I just had to like uh, visit his stream once and then started chatting, uh, basically got into the Trickmania community that way. And uh, yeah, I think dude, once you enter the Trickmania community, you can't really leave. <laughs> That's, I don't know. So when did you... Um... So when did you come back then? Because like looking at your uh, Trapmania exchange logs, looking at all the maps, I'm seeing maps popping up in October of 2021. Was this oh, time away and back within that year or did you come back the following year? I didn't start out mapping. Um, and actually, I've got quite a lot of maps on my profile hidden because <laughs> because they're just <laughs> so insanely bad and like very old that I don't even care to show them. Uh but yeah, I didn't start out a mapper. I, I started out mostly, well, just hunting summer 2021 alongside Raysta. Just, you know, just lurking in the stream, see how he does it, try to replicate and miserably fail because he's <laughs> so much better than I am. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't really know when I started mapping. I guess it's it says here, yeah, I guess just October is actually when I started mapping. That's pretty accurate, actually. So when you were grinding uh, the campaign, uh, were you were you competitive or were you like someone more like me, a nice casual? You enjoy it, or were you able to sort of grind and get some really good times? Um, I, from what I remember, I was <laughs> not good at all, but uh, I did try. I I wanted to get a good time as possible, but like having at that point, like well, one month maybe of of playing the game, I was struggling on blue maps even. Mm. Um, so yeah, and then how my skill basically developed is it's, it's all an editor because after the summer, uh, and, and the fall, uh, campaigns, uh, that's when I started mapping right after, or like in the fall campaign, mm-hmm. 
I just absolutely never drove any maps anymore, and it was just only an editor. Uh, just just making my own maps and learning the game that way, I guess. It's so weird, actually. So even still to this day, do you not tend to play other maps just your own? I do more than what I did when I started out mapping. And so I would say, like, only since maybe half a year, I actually started playing a little bit myself. I still don't play campaign. Um, but, like, whenever cup of the day, maybe sometimes track of the day, uh, I play maps that I uh, see released that I think like, yeah, I want to play that. That That's really interesting because you're mapping history, like looking through your TMX and also just playing cup of the day and, you know, uh, recognizing your name when it appears is quite varied. So I assumed you had a quite a varied history in, in playing uh, different maps and whatnot. How how do you find going into creating, you know, like a trial map? Did you oh, have much yeah. experience playing trial before that, or was that something you just learned by doing it yourself? And then you sort of in this, you know, all your ideas are then quite unique. I imagine in that case. Yeah. So, oh, dude, I don't even know. It's uh, I. Well, okay. So when I started out mapping, there was just uh, a lot of inspiration to take from other maps right i was mm. just looking at youtube videos all day looking at already professional or like experienced mappers such as uh Karlberg at the time right he was he was um, a streamer uh, primarily focusing on mapping stuff and then there was people like squeaky and simo who just built these insane maps uh that that just looked like crazy to me like I, I could spot the uh, the creativity and the the production value behind the maps, uh, and I just really really wanted to, <laughs> to make that myself basically, and I'm absolutely still not there. I I think you perhaps being modest, uh, but um, I know what you mean. You know, any creative pursuit you always want to keep pushing uh, and keep going further. So um, oh, yeah. yeah, with with those early maps you were creating, then you said you've you've hidden quite a few because you look back and uh, let's say you're not as fond of them as you were when you started. Um, how did you uh, progress that style then? Um, was it just through repetition, or you know, were you really involved in getting feedback from players? Like, what was that loop that allowed you to get to where you are today? um so i'm i'm pulling up my tmx page now right so the maps that i did try on basically are still uploaded i think but back then i was involved in like some lol mapping as well mm -hmm. uh, which are most of the maps that i've hidden some whiskey shorts that are just i don't know <laughs> pretty useless um but yeah how i developed it i would say yeah just different interests um, got people to test my map. I at one point wanted to have a track of the day. I was fully determined. I would. I had failed twice up to that point. Um, and then I was like, "All right, what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna play as safe as possible. Make a fourth gear grass map with some big scenery." <laughs> and dude, I remember it was Valentine's Day, 2022. I got my first track of the day. I was happy. Uh, I don't know. It was the most free thing ever because it was so easy, right? Um, I, I was going to make a joke. It's like, oh, I really need to make a cup of the day map. I know, let's make it grass and yes. stick in fourth gear the whole time. And you beat me to the joke. So that's yes. good. <laughs> any, any listeners want to get a cup of the day, just make fourth gear grass. It works every time. 
Why do you think that is? It makes it through map review or is that yeah. something? That, okay. It's, it's just people in map review, they see scenery, they see a, a route that they can finish within three minutes and GG. <laughs> so um, I just want to go back to, you mentioned lol maps. Now it's, we've had a, a few people mention lol maps. I've got a rough idea of, of what they are, but for the uh, listeners at home, can you just explain, you know, what makes a lol map? Why are they fun? Why do people make them? Oh, I don't even think they're fun myself, to be honest. But I, <laughs> right. Back then, uh, I got invited to map for a, um, I think it was Valentine's campaign, Valentine's law campaign and the Christmas law campaign. Um, and basically what you do is you mostly build just a short map that has some goofy uh, or fun element to it, such as a bug slide. Um, yeah, just stuff like that. Stuff you don't usually see in, in normal maps. Um, basically, I think a lot is uh, allowed in law mapping. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's really easy. I'd, I'd, I'd like to ask as well about, so uh, more recently, um, obviously you're part of Waypoint, but you've also done uh, maps for the World Tour, uh, some of yep. the... Uh, Flipper Faith, I think that was a that was a fun one. That um, was one of the maps, yes. <laughs> uh, it was one of the maps of the World Tour. Uh, now, the the other mapper I've had on, uh, who who took part in that was Wizzy, but it was sort of during the competition, so I didn't want to, you know, ask him too oh, many yeah. questions about how that all worked. Um, but how was that process then, mapping for, you know, the the esport event of of the game, you know, the publisher run, was was that an interesting experience? Did you learn things there that perhaps you take on now or was it, you know, possibly frustrating dealing with a company as opposed to just, you know, putting maps out on your own? Oh, man. So, <laughs> right. I had gotten into Waypoint uh, through the Academy uh, and like week one or even maybe I was still in the Academy. Uh, they, I think I was. Uh, they, they asked, the Waypoint management asked me, uh, they said, yo, uh, Nadir reached out to us. Um, they asked us, to build the the world tour maps for them, uh, do you want to participate? And I was like, uh, "Are you sure?" You know, like I I don't <laughs> know what the fuck I'm doing, but yes, of course, I would love to do that. that that's absolutely sick. Um, and yeah, so then I had to make my own company to be able to invoice Nadio <laughs> for all of this because that's what you have to do. So yes, yeah, I, guess I, I just want to. Uh... <laughs> I know that feeling well. Um, <laughs> that is not a thing that we really have to do. Uh, it was very, very funny uh, when I had that conversation with Nadio. Where they were like, "You need a company." I was like, "No, I don't." <laughs> I'm Wait, you, you actually don't in in the UK, or? No, I, I was just like, "I'm self-employed." Oh, they were like, right. "Oh, give us a company number." I'm like, "That's not really how it works." <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, so it was only like forty bucks here. Uh, uh, yeah, it it was very simple. Um, but yeah, that had to be done. So that's something I learned and that I definitely uh, have uh, like profits uh, of until this day because I, I invoice uh, other companies next to Nadio if, if they need a map or if they need at this point, I'm even doing stream previews as you <laughs> know from, yep. uh, from mm -hmm. Beacon. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. Don't worry. Yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, that's and and as for the mapping itself in in World Tour, obviously uh, Softy was still uh, part of Nadio, uh, and so that's who we um, who we had to deal with. Um, yeah, you don't really hear a lot of 
positive stories coming from world tour mapping and softy those two words together <laughs> you know but um i don't know it was always worth it to me when you finished the you had a finished product and the players started discovering it on stream it was always just cool to see the reactions and the feedback even if uh it wasn't always positive it's always just so cool to and especially in such a big competition to have your map in it's it's crazy and i'm actually sad that it's that it's over yeah so coming back um to your point on beacon uh so <laughs> you know i've obviously been uh, aware of you uh through your mapping and through you know events that i've ran running maps that you've made uh and i know that you've uh, listened to the podcast i believe the first time we spoke was the night before beacon uh and you had yep. been up all night doing um stream previews for the map videos which were incredible and i think you know <laughs> without a doubt the best map videos i've ever seen uh That's it's right, safe man. to say you were not at your happiest in that moment i imagine due to lack of sleep um, uh, what's yeah. it like doing those all-nighters for uh for an event um so <laughs> this is really stupid but whenever i get asked to do something like this i always underestimate how much work it's gonna take it's it's really <laughs> stupid but i always underestimate it uh, Cam uh, asked me to do them for CC Baltics uh, Comic Con, uh, and I said, "Yeah, it, it takes me like uh, one to two hours per uh, per video, and that's so far off. I can't even do." That. <laughs> I I got a new uh, video card now uh, that I ordered after Beacon the the, the previews because I just realized, yeah, I, I just need a new one. This is <laughs> this is too much. But yeah, it goes a bit quicker now, uh, but I still underestimate it. Yeah, what was it? What was it like then getting? Because uh, I don't, I haven't seen um, the ones you did for Comic Con Baltics, but you know, it's safe to say the beacon feedback we got, especially in that first stream, as viewers were sort of, um, you know, seeing these things for the first time, was overwhelmingly positive to a degree i don't think i've ever seen on a trap media production for the whole production yes, of course yes, yes. but like every time a map video went up uh albeit i did play the music a little bit too quiet sorry about that uh <laughs> but every time a map video went up the chat was just filled with just you know absolute joy and people having a wonderful time what's yeah, that you... feeling like as a mapper and, and as just a creator basically seeing that positive feedback i mean obviously great uh I don't consider myself a, a media tracker guy. I kind of just learned it for mapping and uh, just, yeah, tried fiddling around with custom cameras until I got decent at it, I guess. And then uh, people like Asse and Cam started abusing it. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's it's obviously great to, to see uh, the feedback on that. Um, it, I... I know if I was a viewer of that stream, uh, I would love to see uh, to see something like that. And because I did watch the stream, the, the like you were, you were saying, the production value was incredible. It uh, what it has done though is sort of ruined map preview videos for me. Now we were when we were doing everything for BIPL, um, we were talking. It's like should we make map preview videos? And then the sort of overwhelming sentiment was like. Well, they're not going to be as good as the beacon. One. <laughs> so do we want to do it? <laughs> I mean, it's also, you need to kind of consider uh, how much effort it's going to take. If you're doing it for every competition, that's, yeah, maybe a bit too, uh, too uh, what's it called? 
excited or something. <laughs> Not my first yeah, language. They, uh, Super sorry. <laughs> they definitely set the bar, especially the ending on the map name with the uh, with the track. That was. Oh uh, yeah, that was a that was something i will i will try to do that in the in all the previews from now on because that that was pretty cool yeah just group do not use the stadium grass i can't put the text behind it <laughs> um <laughs> so uh so moving on now to uh to back on track uh to our second question uh what input device do you use and why so i started out with a controller um i don't know why i Probably just because I um, associated racing games with controller, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I, I used that for well, maybe half a year or something, maybe even longer. Not probably not longer, uh, but then I just got annoyed by how impractical it is, especially if you're mapping. So you have to put your controller down every time, pick mm -hmm. it back up uh, if you uh, if you need to test something. But yeah. It, Connection issues, uh, the wire uh, needing to charge it, all of this, uh, I couldn't uh, couldn't be bothered, and so uh, I just started playing on keyboard, and I'm playing on keyboard ever since, and uh, I don't regret it. Even though keyboard might not be the very best input device at the moment anymore, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe even the worst. Yeah, I I think you might be the only person on this podcast, but it possibly in the history of the world that went from controller yeah. to keyboard. Yeah. That yeah. is uh, that is perhaps a transition I wasn't expecting. I uh, mean, I know that Wizzy swaps out to a keyboard for mapping when yeah. he's playing, but um, that is, do, do you wish maybe you had stuck with a controller? No, not at all, actually. Absolutely not. I love this uh, playing with keyboard, uh, except when I'm playing uh, khaki and I have to do some precision. <laughs> I just absolutely cannot finish the map then. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's just pure laziness, to be honest. The controller having to connect it and bah, no, uh, too much work. <laughs> Do you think being a keyboard player then uh, has a huge impact on the type of maps you build or rather how the maps you build play? Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just imagining now a situation where a mapper uses a steering wheel and it would probably be one of an absurdly hard track to drive by the time mm. non-steering wheel players get on it. Is there is there a benefit to being on that sort of most basic input device as a mapper? I don't think so at all, actually. I mean, maybe a little bit. Maybe if you're building plastic or something, because I think plastic, you still have quite a, an advantage with keyboard. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, no. I, I, the only... Um, well, quote unquote complaints I've had is um, not input device, but camera. It's just ah, cam one map, right? Yeah, uh, but not a keyboard map. So I think the camera still plays a bigger role in how your map turns out, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think we've seen in uh, well, I've been part of discussions around maps uh, with Beacon and BIPL. No one's valued my input. There's nothing I have to add <laughs> as a player. Uh, but I just keep saying, give me somewhere cool to put the camera at the start of a round. Oh, yeah. um, but the, a lot of the feedback is based around that this map is unplayable in cam, you know, yeah. Where, uh, which, yeah, feels uh, feels like it must be very frustrating from a mapping perspective. I mean, uh, in, in a lot of cases, it's actually very justified, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. So which side of the... Um, 
I say it's a debate, but I, there's a sort of pre-Trackmania 2020 players uh, when it comes to mapping are just happy with, you know, whatever, you know, like some of the old TM2 maps and TMNF maps, comp maps were very glitchy and, you know, bobble about the place and whatnot. And obviously now with TM2020 and the, let's say the, the cup of the day, cup of the day grass fourth gear style, uh, it's very smooth and repeatable. Um, you know, what side of that argument do you fall on? Do you think it is a mapper's responsibility to make something that is perfect and can be played, you know, 100% every time or is a little bit of variability okay? I mean, oh, that's a difficult question. I think, I think it's a mapper's responsibility for a map to be driven consistently for sure. Um, but I'm not on the side of the, uh, I'm not on the side of the spectrum where uh, where players say, uh, yeah, this and this bug, uh, it's all skill. If you hit it, you're you know you should have known about it. Now that, <laughs> that's that's not me. <laughs> Any landing bug in Team Twenty, I'm like, yeah, maybe it's not uh, perfectly mapped, but it also sh- shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. No, that makes uh, that makes sense. Uh, so, uh, question three. Then moving on up uh, for this one, I want one of your own and one of someone else's. Uh, what is your favorite Trackmania map in history? Ooh, um, <laughs> for playing, I like. I told you already. I I haven't really played many maps. Like actually played. One that I can remember is uh, I hunted Technica Via quite a lot. And actually enjoyed that. Like it's such a classic map. Uh, if Team Twenty had the classic status on TMX, Technica Via would be one of them. Uh, Hard AT still don't have it. <laughs> Nine hours in or ten hours, but uh, maybe uh, <laughs> one day. But yeah, that dude, that's a great map. Uh, for uh, the last Ember, actually, um, it's oh, a yeah. map by Squeaky, uh, my uh, my teammate. It's a um, transitional full-speed map made for a competition by Karlberg. And uh, actually, funny story, he had only like a a month or less to build it. And uh, Squeaky is kind of known for uh, taking ages and ages to build a map or uh, (laughs) or to release it. Uh, But yeah, when he has a deadline, uh, apparently he can perform. Uh, as he's also shown on a trial that we've uh, built recently, you might know as Nomad. I would, uh, yes, I was going to ask a little bit more about the trial stuff uh, later. But so those oh, yeah. are the two maps then that you've played uh, that you really enjoy. And actually, yesterday um, I played a trial with Carberg. It was um, Divine Azure. Pretty easy, but actually very enjoyable. So if you. Um, want to play an easy trial this is definitely a, a recommender there we go i will uh, i will take that and i can actually see when i look at the uh <laughs> the chat mania exchange listing for this one a comment from whiskey awesome yeah. map uh <laughs> enjoyed the cps a lot yeah i That's think nice. uh leaving a comment is, is always just the best thing you can do to a mapper if you just if you enjoyed playing the map just leave a comment you don't need to award just just say something nice about it Yes, and the podcast equivalent is when I get random messages on Discord from people who I didn't know listen to the podcast. <laughs> yes. things. Uh, that's the, uh, that's yeah. the equivalent. I get that every Can't now and then. Imagine. Uh, so then that's maps you've played. Uh, in terms of maps that you've created, what would you say is your favorite? Pick, uh, pick your favorite mapping child, effectively. That's also very difficult and probably even more difficult because uh, there's... 
a lot of that. Like, I don't know, that that might sound a bit uh, egoistic, but <laughs> like, <laughs> well, let's put it like this. I do a lot of uh, collaboration maps, right? Just duos. Yes. Um, and each uh, and every one of those duos have a uh, have a story behind them, and that's why they they are always so nice to me. Um, for example, I just made a uh, map with Clem that I released Sunday for the the World Tech Truck Mania competition. Um, yeah, very fun map to me, and it's just just fun to be in a voice call with a with another mapper uh, to work on a map and you know go back and forth, discuss and. Uh, yeah, you pretty much always end up with a better map than if you would have made it yourself because you can uh, just, uh, you know, correct each other, <laughs> give feedback. Um, but for for if I had to pick one, I think I would have to go with my World Cup map. It's purely because the feedback I got on that was was amazing. It was better than I expected. I cooked on it very long, to be fair. <laughs> but yeah, Edge. Um, the, when when Spammy was watching that on stream, the trailer to it, and it was like freaking out that oh, this is so cool, and wow, this, uh, we're gonna see this being played. That was like wow, that was that was so good to uh, to see. So I I always find this really interesting, right? So you know, you look at Wizzy who made maps for the World Championship. Um, uh, well, the World Tour, at least. I don't know if he did one for the World Championship. Wizzy yeah. is a top-level player. Obviously. Right? Now, I'm not saying you're not a top-level player, Whiskey. You know, I don't, I don't want to be mean here. <laughs> but what is it like how, you know, making a map for the World Championship and having to, like, drive the lines and, and do all that, and then you hand it over to the players? Like, were there instances where you're looking at the map and you're like, oh, shit, they've got way more speed into this section than I ever did? Or are you able to sort of take that into account when you're mapping? Uh, for me, I'm, <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't have insulted me with it. I'm definitely not a very good player. Um, I, I've gotten decent, but uh, yeah, I, I still struggle. Like, if I, we're hanging out in VC uh, with Mime uh, sometimes, and when I see him test his own map, he needs two respawns, max three, uh, to see <laughs> if a turn is calculated and then that's it and i'm so jealous of that like I, I have to drive my turn 20 30 40 times until i uh see if it's actually calculated and good or not so in that case um i would love to to still be better um but yeah i think when i have a finished product i at this point definitely know that it's calculated um, I'm at least at that level, mm. but yeah, releasing your map for a world cup where, uh, <laughs> people like Carl Jr. Play, it's still, still scary, you know, but, um, yeah. I guess as well, edge has uh, a, a couple of moments throughout where you sort of reset the momentum, uh, which probably works a little bit as well in the favor of like, oh, ah, yeah. you can only be so fast in this yes, section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that works well, actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> Smart to do, smart to do. Uh, so uh, question four then. Um, this is a question that's sort of been um, uh, morphed over time and we're sort of using it a bit more flexible. Uh, so uh, if you could create a map with any other mapper that you have never worked with for a Trapmania competition, who would you pick and why? 
Uh, that's actually a very easy pick because, um, well, I haven't thought about this before, but because I didn't tell you. It was no, you didn't. Different. No, you didn't tell me this was going to be a question. And I, yeah, I mean, I I should have expected it maybe. No, um, I was talking to Kisla actually, uh, and I said to him, actually, Kisla, we have never made a map before together. He's like, wait, have we not? <laughs> this was like some sort of uh, Mandela effect where we thought we, we, well, where he thought we built a duo, but we actually didn't. Uh, and yeah, I think I would love to build a, a map with Kisla uh, still at some point. What do you reckon that maps that map would be? Because obviously you're on a bit of a, a trial kick, it feels like at the yes. moment, or at least uh, I've, I've been more aware of it recently, <laughs> shall we say. Uh, how do you think you two would work well together? What, what would be those components? I mean... It's it's basically Kisla has always kind of been like the the main guy for competition maps, right? He's always had his maps in competitions. He always was very experienced. Uh, it felt like to me, <clears throat> and basically, um, yeah, I've collabed with everyone else. <laughs> there's there's no <laughs> no competitive mappers left. Uh, there's just Kisla, and yeah, we'll have to get it done uh, at some point. I, uh, I'll look forward to it and uh, yeah, checking out uh, the uh, the TMX for for Kiesler. the Pizza Hut right. and the um the I can't say this word at all, but for the big land that's coming up, oh. uh, the branded maps oh, that yes. must be so much fun to work on a map for a brand. It, uh, yeah, dude, it's it's actually yeah, it's it's fun, <laughs> but to, to a degree because <laughs> uh, it's a lot of like outsourcing to ellipse to make a mod to Shras to make an item to this and that uh, mm. but like again if you have a finished product and it looks the way it does uh, i mean i wasn't involved in the in the big land uh, at this time but those maps man that's just that that set the bar so high there's just a new level of competition mapping a new like uh, level of proposition you can can put in a PowerPoint to uh, to a company uh, to suggest uh, a price range of maps they can order. You know that that those maps are just a, s unlike anything we've seen before. I think. Yeah, I feel like we we sort of seen hints of it. I think it was yeah. uh, Ascension had it, and then obviously we had the um, we've had the Pringles game night, yeah. and then the what was it the cost stuff? Yeah, the costs. And those have felt a little bit cheesy uh at times but you know still very mm -hmm. fun but yeah when we when i watched the big land map reveal uh going through all the branded maps i was like this is just you know incredible the the brand activation that yeah. you know that they've enabled and then just the bar that's been set here uh I, i've just got a slight concern of like someone you know failing on a custom block and just getting really mm, frustrated yeah. like ah the the pizza hut box is tripping yeah. me up on this section or something like that but uh no that's it is crazy a lot of testing has to be done uh, in order to make sure that doesn't happen you know but uh, yeah. <laughs> for sure um so uh yeah question five then uh, moving on to the last of the scheduled uh what is your track mania hot take um so i have thought about this uh and it is the following i think um, new mappers are using too many custom items uh, in their maps, and they should spam them less in, in their maps, basically. I think you need to, uh, as a new mapper, get a basic understanding of the vanilla block set uh, first, 
before you use all these crazy way too many transition item pack items and you end up with something that is maybe feeling good to you at the time but you'll realize that this is not really uh, an ideal way to learn how to build good maps okay so that's really interesting because i think to take a step back in uh in what i do as a day job ux designer and whatnot um often it's the worst thing you can have is a project that has basically no limitations mm -hmm. um, and you can do whatever because you just end up not really having any steer yeah. not having any understanding of what you're doing so what you're saying is that kind of also applies to mapping where yeah that limited initial map set you know, the blocks that you have um not necessarily limits your creativity but just forces you i guess to understand the fundamentals of mapping before you go on and use yeah. blender blocks basically there, so um roquette also a, a teammate of mine he up until very recently was using like 99 percent uh, uh vanilla blocks in his competition maps and yet they were still uh, creative and absolutely uh, sick to drive um so yeah i think having to map with the vanilla block set forces you to be more creative and that way you can be as creative and at one point even more creative with with custom items um so i've actually uh, thought of an analogy uh, and it's a, as if you were a student uh and you used like very uh, hard mathematical equations uh to solve stuff uh, but you don't even know how to how to multiply by five uh, or something like this and then mm -hmm. as a result uh the maps may not end up amazing uh, but yeah it's it's pretty much the same as um, as what you said earlier with coding or, uh, or web design. Yeah, that uh, pretty much sums it up. That is, uh, I had never thought about it. So I've occasionally tried to uh, open up the map editor and be like, oh, I think I could learn this. Um, and I just get confused by the UI. So I fail at that step. Um, I just get very frustrated. <laughs> That's actually very understandable. I, I the same <laughs> thing at first. It's, it's just, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, because I think a common critique of, of Blender maps for a couple of the days uh, can come up every now and then. And I, I like a good Blender map. Um, you know, I think we recently had one which was like a long drive through a golf course, uh, which I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Grass. Like, I thought that was really, really nice. Um, but I know what you mean with with these custom blocks that sort of, you know, do quite a lot of the heavy work. Uh, yeah. And then the map can feel slightly slightly boring or just a, a little bit odd so um but i think that's that's really good advice and i wonder if uh i know on the Trapmania subreddit and also in like the um the campaigns on uh on clubs or whatever that campaign section is on the game um there's a lot of like 10 second campaigns or under mm -hmm. five second maps or under 10 second maps and i guess those are a really good way of starting then as yeah. a mapper I mean, to make something small, like you said, with your whiskey shorts earlier that yeah. you absolutely love and, and you definitely wouldn't hide them all on TMX. Um, <laughs> They're still in my club, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so so would you sort of recommend someone start out with that and then move on to maybe, you know, uh, slightly more longer, well-connected maps and then maybe start introducing custom blocks? Yes. I mean, I think it's pretty common advice for people to say... Uh, start out by making short maps uh don't yeah don't go crazy on the on the custom blocks immediately you don't you absolutely don't need them um 
and yeah just make a map and don't worry too much about uh letting people test it and uh fix it uh so that it turns out as a as a great map just move on to the next map and onto the next map and then eventually uh they will turn out way better than than when you look back at your first and second and third map obviously just still let people test still listen to the feedback um but yeah move on to next maps don't don't get stuck on on trying to fix every little thing yeah i mean that's that's i think that's just solid uh solid advice in general to anyone in a creative endeavor um and yeah, no reason why it doesn't also uh, apply to Trackmania mapping. For sure. So uh, that's it. That's our five questions. But as you know, and as I never forget, I never get reminded, uh, the, uh, the, the, the hidden question, the any hidden question, question to each guest. Uh, this one is quite timely because we are recording on the 27th, 27th of February. And a certain car has just been released, uh, a new car, a car which um, uh, you may have had some experience with. Yeah. Uh, how does the introduction of the new cars and specifically as well the new blocks uh, make you feel about the sort of future of mapping um so i haven't played united obviously um but yeah as a keyboard player i'm not really that excited about the rally and the snow car the blocks are still very cool though um this time around i'm i'm, I'm in my uh trial era apparently uh so i'm not <laughs> amazingly happy with uh, the blocks we got because they're not like very suitable for trial even though uh some probably still are but i think for what i've been told at least uh desert could uh, could be could be better for that so uh, yeah we'll, we'll have to wait and see how so with the so if you had the wood and and whatnot with snow car i think rally car i haven't seen the list but seemingly has come out with like 200 plus blocks have you have you thought about using those or are you sort of sticking to stadium stuff at the moment uh yeah no i i have not used wood and i'm not planning to use wood because i i mean unless it's to use them for their foundations and not actually drive on the wood itself <laughs> <laughs> trial is just uh mostly about using the blocks in the most creative way possible uh and yeah that's obviously well it leads to uh using <clears throat> blocks in ways that you might not expect it all the time mm -hmm. uh, so yeah it, but yeah in general the snow car uh, update wasn't great either i i did a trial duo with roquette yeah, and Roquette used a, uh, a Deco Hill that they introduced. But other than that, I can't really think of uh, of blocks that I've used from that just yet. One update that was absolutely amazing for trial mapping, I think, was the one where they introduced the light tubes and the spectator stands. That update, yeah. oh, chef's kiss. <laughs> Those blocks, man, you can endless possibilities, really. So that that came in with the world tour stuff, right? If I remember yeah. correctly, because yeah. if if I am retelling a story that isn't mine, uh, that scenery was added to your world tour maps after the fact, uh, and maybe you didn't have access to it. Is that true? Um, no. So yes and no. I can't really remember. We had to make. Yeah, I think it's true that we. Yeah, it's, yeah. So we started uh, making scenery for our stage one maps uh, without that update. 
so like uh, vanilla scenery for at that time and then we had to rebuild it ourselves uh with the new uh, spectator stands or not fully rebuild it but add the spectator stands at the yeah. new blocks the effects the lights uh stuff like that that makes sense i just remember that update and just the pure horror i had whenever i would like fail a jump and i just like wipe out a load of people in the stands <laughs> uh, and i felt very bad uh, yeah, or, or you didn't crash into them but they're just standing there laughing at you just, just watching yeah menacing yeah <laughs> we did uh, on mini rvg of the week finals for season three we realized that one of the maps used the grandstand so i just stuck the camera in third person watching <laughs> from the stands and that was a very fun yeah uh very a very not experience. i mean that's that's, uh, that's a cool angle right if you're uh trying to to spectate uh it's a cool angle to be in the public i think but yeah trap mania i have found when you try and create realistic angles doesn't really work because the car just goes way too quick so quick uh, it's so quick so it's just they're like yeah. oh this would be cool to... and you're like oh, okay all right fair yep. enough uh they go like a thousand miles an hour by me here so it doesn't really work yeah, and for a lot um, of uh shots in media tracker for these stream previews for example i even use slow motion uh in the in the media tracker because a car just goes too quick yeah it just it just looks you know it, it looks crazy uh but it feels good when you're driving so that's all that yeah, really matters. That's um thanks a lot for your time it's been a really good episode i've really enjoyed having a chat with you uh before we uh hang up our microphones um is there anything else you would like to say anyone you'd like to shout out or uh, anything fun that you have coming up that maybe you want to leak or uh, or hint at uh i'm afraid i don't have anything fun coming up uh just uni <laughs> but uh yeah that ain't ain't too much fun but uh yeah other than that just uh just uh my teammates we've recently started playing uh world world tech track mania as a team and that's been really fun so uh yeah shout out to waypoint i guess yeah waypoint competition uh not just mapping uh they're taking over the whole track mania world and uh yeah hope you're enjoying uh world tech track mania everyone seems to be having a good time for right? sure so that's yeah. really good uh, thanks a lot for coming on. Really enjoyed. Yeah, thank you too, man. Here with you. It's been really fun. And, uh, have a good evening. You too, Thomas. Thanks for listening to Keep in Track. To listen to other episodes of the show, you can visit our Substack at www.nodal.media, or you can search the show on your preferred podcast apps. You can follow the show on Twitter at Nodal Media. You can follow me at a Thomas Davis, and you can also follow me over on Threads at ThomasDavis.jpg. Thanks all for listening, and see you next time.